Hello, welcome back to another Talk Female Friday episode with me, Lucy Grimwade. Uh, today I am doing a solo episode around applying for that job. So that's kind of a crux of it all. It's all around, if you want to apply for that job, apply for that job. And I'll break it down for you a little bit more in the episode. Um, before I do jump in, I wanted to just quickly remind you that I am currently running a survey that is all about female leadership so whether you identify as male or female um, I would love for you to go and check that out and fill it out for me because that is going to help me going forward with content um, some ideas that I have in regards to speaking to the UK um, parliament that we have here and also just kind of help me think about structuring anything that I want to do in the future in regards to talk female unlimited um, which at the end of the episode, I'll talk to you about Talk Female Unlimited. So let's jump straight into the episode around applying for that job. So back in 2013, and I think I've mentioned this a number of times, around Sheryl Sandberg and her book Lean In, she wrote down that men apply for positions if they only just meet 60% of the requirements, whereas women will always apply for jobs when they feel like they are, they will meet them 100%. That's a very generalist kind of term, and back in 2013, she, uh, Cheryl Sandberg wrote that. Do I think it's still the same now? I'm going to say yeah. And I've been working with somebody recently, a friend of mine, and she has been wanting to apply for some jobs. And she has been going, oh, I can't do this because I can't apply for that, and I don't have this skill, I don't have that skill. And she is 100% meeting that kind of quote there around women feel like they need to meet 100% of the job spec before they can even go and apply for it. About six weeks ago, I was having a conversation with my partner. He and I were having a lovely cup of coffee and some carrot cake at our favourite place to go, a garden centre. Oh my goodness, how times have changed for me. That is my go-to place now with a garden centre. Can't believe I'm saying this when it used to be going into London, going to Selfridges and Harrods and, you know, all of that. And now I want to go to a garden centre. Anyway, that's not the point of this episode. We were having a conversation and my partner, he has been running his own business now for about 20 years um, and it is a very manual labour job, he's very successful in it, um, he really, I was going to say he really enjoys it over the last kind of seven years that we've been together, I've definitely noticed that he's not loving it as much as he used to um, and he said to me, oh I do you know what, I think I'm going to apply for this job with this company doing this role and it was to do some SEO work and he had been doing some of his SEO on his website and web development um, over the last couple of years when um, we had the pandemic, well we still have the pandemic now but you know what I mean, when we were in lockdown and he was doing some amazing work building websites and messing around and just kind of found that he was, you know, found that he enjoyed that. Me, I can't believe I'm even admitting that I did this because this is awful. I was like, what? You can't go and apply for an SEO job. Like, I had a look at the job spec. You can't do this. You've not done that. You haven't worked in a corporate for, like, 20 years. You know, blah, blah, blah. And I was so negative. Absolutely not acceptable behaviour on my behalf here. Um, And he was like, all right, so... And I was like, do you know what? Wait, 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 wait. I was like, I'm so sorry. 
if you want to apply for that job you go and apply for that job that's just my own beliefs coming out on you there that's just my own kind of conditioning that I have as a woman saying to you you can't apply for that job because if that was me I wouldn't be applying for it because I don't meet a hundred percent of um your job spec of that of that job spec I don't meet 100% of those requirements. So I was immediately like retracting what I was saying, apologising because, you know, what I did wasn't very nice. And it got me thinking. Like, I was just like, I couldn't believe that I had done that, first of all. And second of all, I was like, this is what I do. And this is what women do. We still, to this day, look at job specs and go, oh, can't do that. I can't do this. I can't do that. Blah, 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 blah. And we're so less likely to apply for positions. No wonder why we kind of sometimes cap ourselves when it comes to progression. Sometimes I wonder whether we put our own glass ceiling up there for ourselves. And it really made me think around what I wanted to do with this episode. Because I know a lot of people right now, it's that time of year where people do start to think, we've just had back to school vibes, it's now October. And I know a lot of people are thinking, what the F do I want to do with my life? Like, do I want to carry on doing this career? We're going to be leading up to January soon. Some people on three months notice periods. So they might be looking at applying for jobs now, three to six months notice periods. So starting in January or at least March time. Um, And so that means now people are looking at jobs. And more now more than ever, get my words out eventually, there are so many opportunities out there that, hey, Let's break this down here. Let's give you some um, things to think about when it comes to applying for jobs. Okay, so let's start with um, your skill set. You've got transferable skills. And just side note here, whether you are, um, whether you you identify as female or male, don't care. I want anyone who's listening to this to do this over the weekend, whether it's on your phone good old-fashioned pen and paper, I want you to write down, you know, what your transferable skills are. So whether that's project management, team management, coaching, mentoring, um, doing data, writing emails, using Word, PowerPoint, Excel, Canva, whatever, marketing, oh my goodness, the list could go on. I really want you to think about all the skills that you've got and don't just like look at your work and be like okay at work I use Excel and I use PowerPoint yep great good for you but what do you do outside of work do you um, run a busy household do you are you sometimes a bit of a taxi driver for your kids or your dogs or your friends um, do you have a bit of an eye for detail do you love doing um kind of interior design that's definitely something for me that i've learned about myself over the last year is how creative i am i love using canva i love using pinterest and then i just decorated my office i couldn't believe like the the amount of people saying how much they like what i put together and i found i had a new skill i found that i was creative and then from there from those kind of um headlines break it down further so how are you creative are you digitally digitally creative so canva are you um visually creative so do you create beautiful kind of powerpoints or artwork etc really break those down and i say do it over the weekend start it at the weekend and start building on it start building these things up second of all i want you to remember that men 
sorry for my lovely allies so Scott and Dave I know you're listening to this I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry but most men will apply for positions if they meet 60 percent of those requirements 60 so that's just over half right so when you are looking at job specs like you can either print it off or like copy and paste it and like or do like a bit of a mental tick and tick through it all and if you feel that you've met you know 60% sod it if you feel like you've met 50% do you know what sod it completely if you feel like you're looking at a job spec and you're like do you know what I could do that job I know I haven't done it before but I know I could do it I want you to work on your CV I want you to pull together a fantastic cover letter and I want you to apply for the job I don't care if it is um, something that you're gonna kind of feel like a fraud going into it which I'm not going to use imposter syndrome here. So overused. Um, I hate using it. We'll find another term for us to talk through it in another episode. But I really want you to apply for that job. So there's two things there for you. Number one, going through and having a look at all of your transferable skills and then looking at job specs. And if you really feel like you can, you know, you know you can do it and you're like, this is my dream job. I can see myself in it. I want you to bloody go for it another thing and it's leading me on um slightly is about manifesting so i have only recently kind of understood the true benefits of manifestation and it is something i want you to work together with kind of friends or family or a colleague and start manifesting this dream job of yours this confident person that I know that you can be so whether that's putting together a vision board I'm always going to say this by the way I absolutely love vision boards but I appreciate it's not for everybody um whether it's a vision board or whether it's like writing a few notes down or just having a bit of a post-it note saying up on your screen like I am whatever that job title is or whatever you want to feel I want you to have that up because that's going to help build your confidence so now I've dived in to a few things that you can start to do I wanted to have a little bit more of an investigation around um around this the women tend not to apply for jobs that are a little bit more picky than um the men I'd say so I was reading that LinkedIn did a little bit of a um job search behavioural assessment and they found that viewing the same number of jobs as males, male users on the platform, women were less likely to apply for positions that they had viewed uh, on the website, less likely to apply for positions that were more senior than their current position um, and LinkedIn call that stretch roles and they were more likely to be hired when compared to men for applying for the same position. So let me say that again, are more likely to be hired when compared to men applying for the same position. So if that's not like your sign right now to apply for the job, I don't know. But anyway, so really LinkedIn's research shows that women on average apply for fewer positions and in particular for less more senior positions. So it may be that women are just applying for positions that are a safer bet for them, which leads to higher success rates for applications, which I think I agree with that. I don't like it, but I agree with that. But what would happen if, I'm going to put this out to you now, what would happen if you just 
called to tailor up I'm joking um if you know that meme that that real then you know exactly what I mean by that but what would happen if you just applied for the job like what would happen what's the worst that's going to happen the worst that's going to happen is you'll get rejected and you'll just get a lovely email back. I say lovely because you know how um, recruitment is now at the moment. It's very generic. You either won't hear back from them or you'll hear a thank you so much for applying for this, but blah, blah, blah. That's fine. Don't, you know, do you know what? Delete it. Move on from it. That's fine. But what happens if you apply for the job? They ring you and say, do you know what? Don't think you're quite right for this role, but we've got this role. Or they call you up and say, yep love your profile, love everything that you stand for, when can you come for an interview? What would happen? You know, you'll just have to go for the interview. Then what happens if you got offered the job? Then what happens if you got, you know, there's so many what ifs. And I think, I don't want you to put a barrier up. Don't put this barrier up around yourself. And I'm, I'm talking from experience here. I really, really am. I'm talking from experience. For years, I put these barriers up around me thinking I'm a common denominator, there's things that I can't do, there's things I can't say, people, some, some people find me very marmite, they either like me or hate me, um, I sometimes I work too fast for people, sometimes I ask too many questions, and I'm putting up all of these kind of external barriers, being like, well, I'm an issue because this person, I'm an issue because of this skill. But what about if I didn't do that? What happens if you didn't do that as well? What happens if you're, you know, I am who I am and this is how I'm going to present myself. I'm going to tell them that this is what I need. I'm going to tell them this is the salary that I need to be on. This is, you know, I'm going to say I am who I am. I'm looking to kind of find a culture where I can show up and be myself and not be judged for it. Because when you have those open and frank conversations then you know you find the right fit for you, you find the right place for you, and then you know that's the right job for you as well. And hopefully a more senior job as well, because you know me, I'm all, all about the future female leader. Yesterday I was chatting to the wonderful Kim Gowing, who I do LinkedIn Lives with, we've just brought them back on a Wednesday, just a side note there, so if you uh, follow me on LinkedIn, you'll see that I'm always writing about um, our LinkedIn Lives, it's called the Kim and Lucy Show, just a little bit of a plug there, um, and I speak to Kim about something that I'm doing at the moment, I'm having a look at my next career move, like where do I want to go to, and for me, I've done a lot of sidestepping, and I was saying that to her, I was feeling very much like, um, sorry I'm going all over the place here but I promise I'll come back to kind of Kim, but I was thinking recently that I was feeling in a very much of a glass box because I didn't want to smash down and go down a level. I've been doing a lot of side steps recently but then I didn't know what my next step up is so I feel like there's that glass ceiling there. So I felt as if I was in this glass box and I've kind of named it glass box syndrome. think I might write and do a little piece about it because it's a real thing and speaking to other women they feel the same. So I was speaking to Kim and I was saying to her like I've looking at doing a head off role, I've not done a head off role before um, or at least a little bit more of a senior position that I'm in now. Um, and I'm worried because I've not done it, but then I'm not lying. I'm not I'm not applying for jobs and saying, oh yeah, I'm head of this, that and the other. 
I'm being quite frank and honest with especially kind of the process that I'm going through at the moment um I'm kind of saying you know this is what this is where I am this is what I'm looking for this is what I need like and she said to me it's all about just having those informal conversations by having these kind of informal conversations and using your network and reaching out to people and just kind of letting people know what you want and what you need you'll then find the right kind of path for you and that really sat with me because we over the last I don't know 10-15 years I think everything has been very black and white very kind of black white shades of grey I'd say when it comes to kind of corporate careers but since the pandemic and yes side note I know we are still in the pandemic but um but since you know lockdown and the pandemic and how the world has changed and now we've got the kind of cost of living crisis sorry they're bringing it up again um it really is something that people are changing people are changing their views on things people want to you know work in company cultures where they can be themselves where they can take their dogs to work where they can um wear a big kind of bell sleeve with a big headband and not be judged for it and if we allow people to be themselves and if we allow women specifically to turn up and be themselves and to kind of use their superpowers business would thrive women will thrive leadership will thrive and that's something that's really important to me really and if we can if you take anything from this episode today is I just want you to apply for the position even if you feel you're not 110% qualified even if you feel like you're just 10% qualified but it's something you really want to do I want you to apply for the position have a look at finding out um, who the recruitment um, hiring manager is or the HR person is for that job send them a LinkedIn message, send them an email and say, hey, look, looking to apply for this job um, or I've applied for this job, but I'm just wondering if I could have like a quick 15 minute virtual coffee with you just to kind of talk through it a bit more. The reason why I wanted to chat with you is because I'm really like the company culture, this, 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 this. Just get outside your comfort zone and do it. Because the more we put these blockers around us, the more we allow ourselves to put these blockers around us, the less likely we're going to apply for these positions and the less likely we're going to see more female leaders. Full stop. Um, Just wanted to quickly pick up on something I just said as well around kind of blockers and barriers. I think businesses need to do more. I've said this before, I'll say it again, I'm constantly going to say it, I'll probably be saying this for the next kind of 100 episodes of Talk Female Friday, but businesses do need to do better and they need to start writing better um, better job specs because some of the job specs out there are just shocking, aren't they? Aren't they awful? I think I said this in an episode a while ago, but there was a job at Nokia and they put on there around the service delivery manager, la 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 la, he will, blah 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 blah. And I still see that now. I'm when I look at job specs now, especially with helping a friend of mine looking for a job and also me thinking about my next career move. And I look at job specs and I think this is room written for a man. So a hundred percent we need to have a look at writing better job specs. Businesses need to do better, businesses need to step up, um, maybe even have a target. I hate 
hate that we kind of talk about this and I know I've talked about it in an episode recently around targets but maybe have some better targets in place to kind of increase more women into these more senior roles as well but if you are listening to this and you're kind of in a position of power or you know are are recruiting or you want to help somebody as well you know think about just having a chat with people that do the job specs um the recruitment process and just see if you can make it a little bit more gender neutral friendly instead of it being very kind of masculine and male dominated when it comes to like the language and the interviews and this is another thing that Kim and I were talking about is Kim was speaking to a recruiter this was like years ago she was saying and um, she basically said you know if you're going to put me in front of a panel and you want me to kind of you know do a big star panel interview you're not going to get the best out of me you're not going to know who I am so don't even bother like let's stop the interview process right now because I'm not going to be able to do that I don't want to do that Um, slightly these are my words by the way but in a nutshell that's kind of what she said to me and you know I think if you're in that position and you can say that then I think you should let people know because quite rightly I've been in interviews where it has been the panel it's been alright for me because I do a lot of talking but an introvert probably would struggle with that or if if, um, some of the interview processes that I have done in the past have uh, wanted to do like metric skilled metric testing I can't even think of the right terms to use but it's basically a maths and English test which just I just don't do very well at that that's not my strength that's not my skill set I don't like tests I think tests are just you know awful I hate them I hate them full stop hated exam periods when I was working at um when I was studying sorry so literally um hate hate that no 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 thank you not for me and I I did that once actually I had a interview with um a fantastic company and Panasonic actually and I did a did one of these tests and I did it and I just knew my results were going to be awful but I emailed the manager and was like listen I want to let you know that's not my skill set you've asked me to do a maths test I'm not that's not you're not gonna really understand who I am from that it's gonna come back as a fail um, I know it is going to come back as a fail and I just want to let you know it's, and he was like yeah do you know what no worries and they still gave me the interview they still interviewed me I still went through a couple of more rounds of interviews even though I didn't get the job just side note maybe it was because I failed the maths test but they didn't fail me there and then they let me go through that that process and they probably found a better candidate than me which is fine right um so yeah don't know where I was going with that I've literally just gone off on a slight tangent so in a nutshell apply for the job do your um do your kind of transferable skills I want you to think about that and then when you was ha- when you're having a look through um jobs I want you to to just you know tick off what you can do and then any areas that you know that you need to go and learn add that to your I need to learn this bucket because we all do we all got stuff that we need to learn and we've all got things that we're not amazing at if you could tick every single item off on a job spec I wouldn't believe you I wouldn't believe you sorry but I wouldn't whether you like it or not wouldn't believe you so that is coming to the end of this episode today and before I bring this to a close I just wanted to let you know that I have made a decision to hang up my coaching hat and I will no longer be running my coaching practice anymore it was a decision that I made back 
um, in August and I have been coaching for about almost four years. It has been an amazing adventure for me. I've helped over 100 women with their career progression. I've got probably about 100 and something hours, um, probably more, I've probably got like 200 hours of coaching. Um, and it's been amazing. It's been an amazing experience, amazing journey. But I've decided that I'm not going to continue with my coaching practice anymore. So I'm working more on Talk Female as a brand and I've called it Talk Female Unlimited. Um, if you watch Dynasty, Dynasty, however you want to say it, depending if you're American or English, um, Fallon Unlimited is where I got the Unlimited from. So, um, ha ha ha. So Talk Female Unlimited is, is something that I'm going to be kind of bringing to the airways a little bit more. So we're keeping Talk Female Friday as the podcast. In the new year, I'm launching a Talk Female magazine with um, a friend of mine. So she is going to kind of co-edit and co-produce this with me. And it's going to be a free magazine for a year. Um, it's going to be a quarterly magazine. And we're just going to see like how it works and what that looks like. Um, and I'm still going to be using my other Instagram account, The Lucy Grimwade, but just kind of more posting around just stuff to help women because I still want to change the face of leadership. I still want to amplify the female voice. I still want to do all these amazing things. But um, yeah, I am just going to be doing it in different guise now. And I hope that you stick with me on this journey. I hope that you enjoy watching this journey go as well. I'm quite excited about it. I'm super excited about my next career step as well. So um, as you probably could read between my lines slightly with this episode, I am looking for my next career move. Um, and yeah, hope you all have an amazing weekend. Thank you so much for joining me today on Talk Female Friday. This has perhaps been the longest solo episode I've ever done. So well done for sticking with me to the end if you have. Um, and I look forward to speaking to you all next week. I will potentially have a guest with me next week, which will be very exciting. And if you are new here, I'd love for you to to um, subscribe. If you are a regular listener and you haven't left a review yet, what are you waiting for? Leave a review hopefully a nice positive one would be great and yeah just another reminder I've got that survey going so check out the show notes for that um check out the show notes for just a bit of a recap of what I've talked about today in this episode and all the social links so you can speak to me catch me find me etc and yeah enjoy your weekend keep talking female look forward to chatting with you again soon enjoy your weekend talk female friday with you next week bye bye